Hey, good evening, everyone. Welcome to another podcast episode of The Daily Mind. It is I, your host, <clears throat> giving you another episode. How's everyone's uh, Wednesday? Hump day, right? Yep, Wednesday. How's everyone's Wednesday or how's your evening going? Um, hopefully everything is working out for you as we're already midway through the week, which is always fantastic. And all that good stuff. Uh, my day, pretty chilled. Not too crazy, not too stressful. My first day back at work, um, had like again a four day weekend of sorts. Um, it was a different vibe, I guess. You know, work is work, pay the bills, keep the lights on, food on the table. You just got to do what you got to do. Um, but you know, my sleep pattern is all screwed up, um, especially since I was in the school. Um, last week, past week or so, and then, you know, this weekend had some time to kind of just chill out. So my sleep pattern's all out of control. Now, I know a lot of you, um, you know, think about sleep all the time. You know what I mean? They always say, uh, and this might sound stark, that sleep is the cousin of death. But nonetheless, we still enjoy some sleep. Um, so tonight, I'm going to talk about sleep. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I, well, shit. According to my Fitbit, even before the Fitbit I had, I don't even know where the hell my Fitbit went, actually. It got lost somewhere, driving me crazy trying to find it, driving myself crazy. Um, But I'm not a big sleeper. I don't sleep for long hours, and I tell you right now, I don't like to sleep in. And naturally, my body won't even allow me to sleep in because it could be a Saturday. I could go to bed 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, and I would still end up waking up at like 6 or 7 o'clock. It's also because... um, like even before the military, I've always been like a morning early bird, but the military really engraved that in me where like, no matter what time I go to bed, um, it's like, you know, I'm still getting up early. I think there was one time I got up, I want to say like damn near close to noon. And it was just crazy because to me, I like to wake up early simply because I wake up early. Um, and it seems like I have a long day ahead of me. Um, and stuff like that. If I sl- if I sleep in, I'm already missing half the day, and so I feel. You know what I mean? Like if I wake up two o'clock in the afternoon, my day's already done, man. Like shit. Before you know it, it's gonna be the next day. But um, I get on an average about I say five hours, five and a half hours of sleep. Even the Fitbit recorded my sleep for roughly about five, five and a half hours. Now, to be a fully functional human being, its studies said that you are required seven to eight hours of sleep. But not everybody can achieve that. There are many factors that come into play when it comes to getting sleep or trying to get sleep. Some of us work crazy hours. Some of us work graveyard shifts. Some of us work early. Some of us work late. We work various times, not to mention all the other life vigors that go on, such as like kids, um, people, the food we eat. That also does have an effect on what we do and how we sleep. Also, the time. Um, that we eat as well. Um, I've been trying to incorporate a more um, earlier eating time. But again, our schedules is crazy. I work like 12 hours a day. It's the military. You work around the clock, basically. Even when you're home, you're still working. So, um, you know, I eat what I can and it's not always good or like I get home late. I got to eat, right? Or just I don't really want to go to bed without a meal. Um But all these factors do come into play. So, I mean, like, what's the trick? How do we get more sleep? You know, there's so many studies and lists and and tips out there. And they don't always work for everyone. But there's a tip for everyone, no matter what. There is a way to achieve sleep. 
even when it doesn't seem like you can. I mean, and I and I'll be honest with you, I am not a napper. I'm I, I'm not a napper. I can't nap during the day. I think there was a couple of times I actually did such a thing. And you know, in the military, we have this thing called uh, staff duty CQ, where we are on guard for 24 hours at a particular post. And in that 24 hours, you got to stay awake or at least try to, or hopefully have a buddy that will help you sleep and you guys can take turns. Whatever the case is, we get off the early morning next day. So it's usually like six to six, you know, 6 a.m. to 6 a.m. the next day. And what I used to do is after I was done with these ships, I would go and stay up the rest of the day. I can't, I don't do that anymore. It is very bad to try to do that because remember, I don't like to sleep my day away. You know what I mean? I want to be able to see as much day as possible. Life is short. So I would stay up. Now I don't do that. When I do pull stuff like that, I, I come home, I go right to sleep. But the odd thing is, though, you think by the time I get home at 6 7 o'clock, I'll go to sleep and then wake up later in the afternoon. Fuck no. I'll go to sleep about 7 o'clock. I'll wake up like 10 or 11. I told you, I can't sleep in my body. Just won't allow me to do it no matter how much I try. Okay, so of course, um, I've done some research, um, looked up some things for tips for better sleep. And every time I do episode, I, that notification, I gotta remember to turn that down. All right, done. Um, now, of course, I look up many, many websites that tell you what you should do, what you can do, what you shouldn't do. But again, you have to understand one thing. These tips are not for everyone, but there is a tip for everyone. You know what I mean? Where one may not work for you, like the whole counting sheep thing. I, I did that shit, that shit bogus. So now and it doesn't seem like it's hard for me to go to sleep when I come home, especially from a day of work. It's it's getting enough of it. You know what I mean? So like before I get into some of these um, websites and tips, what I would do on a typical night um, when it comes to work, I would be in bed by maybe 1030. No, I'll be in bed by 10. I like to watch the news. I know I'm old. I watch the news before I go to bed. Um and I'll be asleep like 10, 30, 11. My wife likes to keep the TV on and sometimes loud. And it's a little bit more difficult for me to go to sleep. Now, mind you, I have to wake up 5 o'clock every day, Monday through Friday with weekends off. And, you know, voila. Right? So I would find myself probably officially asleep by about 12 o'clock. Wake up at 5. I look at my Fitbit. Yeah, five hours. And only maybe if I'm lucky, maybe a half hour, 45 minutes of actual deep sleep. So I don't get enough sleep, but I, I could function. I'm a fully functional person, even despite the sleep, but I would like more sleep. I mean, anybody would, you know, it's it's just you know, nowadays life is such a burnout. You know what I mean? Our faces are always in the screen. We're constantly strained. We're, it seems like we're working up against everything, working up against the clock, working up against you name it. Everything seems to be more challenging than ever before. But also easier, too, if you think about it. Um, so I looked up some things here. Um, there are some websites. Um, try to find a list. Uh, I'll go to WebMD. WebMD, everybody knows uh, WebMD, right? If you want to self-diagnose yourself um, or just find out what's going on with you, um, you know, be, you know, WebMD, right? I'm, I'm not endorsing WebMD, but I, they are a reputable site. You know what I mean? I'm not getting paid to sponsor them, whatever, but it is reputable. And if you need to check out some things, check out some things. So I'm going to go on their website, WebMD. And on WebMD, they give you 20 tips for better sleep when you have insomnia. Now, I don't have insomnia, but um, 
Actually, no. Well, you know what? I'll go off that list. I'll see what they say. Because, I mean, in some cases, for some people, they can't sleep because of insomnia. Now, I don't suffer from it, but I know people who do. And they have to take sort of certain medications, melatonin, anything to try to fall asleep. Like, they can sit there and work construction for 30 hours and still can't sleep. I don't know. I, I can't. But this might even help for some of us who don't suffer from insomnia. So, I mean, let's 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 take a dive into it. Um, I'm going to just start from number one. Actually, no, I'll start from number 20. I, I typically like to go backwards. I'm not sure why, but I don't know. It's just, it's been a habit when I come, when it comes to certain episodes where I'm doing like a countdown. Um, and this is, it does again, once again, I'm going to say that this is for insomniacs, but nonetheless, the rule will still apply to just overall, just trying to get some sleep. Okay. So it did start with number 20. Number 20 is know when to see your doctor. Uh, let them know if your sleeplessness lasts for a month or more. They can check to see if a health condition such as acid reflux, arthritis, asthma, or depression, or a medicine you take is part of the problem. Um, you get older, you're going to be taking some medication, especially if uh, you're not really taking care of yourself. And you got to understand when you, you have to read some of these, um, well, as you call it, um, side effects. And they'll tell you whether they'll make you drowsy, uh, whatever. You know, it's good to read. And it's also good to consult with your physician when it comes to these things. Um, this next one here is 19. Use caution with sleeping pills. Yes, very dangerous sleeping pills can be. If you're not careful, you may have uh, a forever nap, which means you ain't never waking up. It says some sleep medicines can be habit-forming and they may have side effects. Ideally, pills should be a short-term solution. While you make lifestyle changes for a better sleep, ask your doctor what's okay. Yeah, be careful. Um, like any medications, right? They could be potentially habit-forming and, you know, dangerous for you. So, I mean, like, you just got to find the right sleeping pills, what work for you, what dosage you need. You don't want to take something that's going to, like, completely knock you out or have you um, become addicted to the sleeping pills. Uh, this next one here is uh, number 18, free your mind. Free your mind. It says, put aside any work, touchy discussions, or complicated decisions two to three hours before bed. It takes time to turn off the noise of the day. If you still got a lot on your mind, jot it down and leave it for the night. Then about an hour before you hit the sack, read something calming, meditate, listen to quiet music, or take a warm bath. It gives a pro tip. It says every 10 minutes of relaxation makes a difference. So, you know, it's kind of hard, especially for us nowadays, to put this phone down. Me in the military, I get notes 24 fucking hours a day. I'm constantly getting some sort of text. I hear my phone, and I'm like, oh, man, let me go check that. Now, it could be... Uh, work notes. It can be um, stock movements. It can be Facebook notifications. My phone is very busy, very, very busy. It's kind of hard to put down. Um, but lately, I've been getting a little better. Like I'll go on my phone, lay down, just look at it for about five minutes, scroll, scroll, scroll put it on charge, put it away. Done. Um, and that's been helping a little bit. But it's kind of hard to back away for some of us, like myself, to back away from work. Even when you're trying to have a peace of mind, it's just hard. You get notifications, boom, 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 boom. Um, next one here, uh, number 17, beds are for people. A cat or a dog's night moves can cut your sleep short. They can also bring allergy triggers like fleas, fur, dander, and pollen into your bed. Tip, ask a vet or animal trainer how you can teach your pet to snooze happily in its own bed. Yeah, that's okay. So when I had my dog, um, when she was a pup, we had her in the bed a couple of times here and there, and she never really caused an issue. It's just that she got big, and she started to smell. 
So like <laughs> we basically just let her have her own bed. But but, but uh, for those that sleep with their pets, I, I don't see nothing wrong with it. I mean, for some, it might just hinder their sleep. But so, uh, most people are very comfortable with sleeping with their pets in their bed. And, and I guess that's okay if you can sleep. But some people can't sleep, you know, especially if you have a, a wild cat or a dog in your bed or a mongoose or whatever the fuck you got as a pet. And they, you know, they might either stay still or they might not stay still. So it's kind of, um, it's kind of hit or miss with that. Um, but if it works for you, it works for you. And I have no qualms with that. All right. Number 16, turn down tobacco. Now I'm not a smoker. Thank goodness for that. I hang around smokers all day. My wife used to be a smoker and she kicked the habit some years ago. So we're not smokers, but, um, for those who are smokers, um, it says nicotine is a stimulant, just like caffeine. Tobacco can keep you from falling asleep and make insomnia worse. Tip. Many people try several times before they kick the habit. Ask your doctor for help. Yeah. I know a lot of people that says they're going to kick the habit, but their job just doesn't allow them to. But yes, uh, cigarettes is, all, it, I don't know. Cigarettes is a stimulant. It could be an upper or a downer. Some people just might need one. Some people it's a relax or just to stay up. It, it depends. I mean, but nonetheless, uh, it's something that you might want to evaluate, especially um, if you think, you know, if you're having a hard time sleeping. Um, number 15, hush noise. Um, faucet drips nearby traffic or a loud dog can chip away at your sleep. And if you're a parent, you might be all too aware of noises at night long after your children have outgrown their cribs. Tip, use a fan, an air conditioner, or a white noise app or machine. You can also try earplugs. Um, luckily, where I live at, it's quiet as shit. Um, our main road is maybe around the corner and up. Um, from a time to time, you hear sirens and whatnot. But on my block itself, it is very quiet. I have no issue when it comes to at least noise on this block. But for some of my listeners who live in the city or just somewhere very busy, it's something uh, you might want to try to drown out somehow. I used to like to go to bed to, uh, to uh, music particularly R&B or urban jazz. When I was in New York, um, I think I mentioned this some while back, They um, we had a, a radio station called CD 101.9, and it was a smooth jazz station. And let me tell you something, I would play that, and that shit was just the coolest vibe. You could think, like, I don't know what it was. Just um, just snuggle up in the bed. It's nice and cool and nice and warm, and you just play that smooth jazz music, and it's just, yo, lights out, lights out. But you just got to find what sounds put you to sleep and what sounds are keeping you awake. Um, number 14, lower the lights. Um, dim them around your home two to three hours before bedtime. Lower light levels signal your brain to make melatonin, the hormone that brings on sleep. Tip, use a 15-watt bulb if you read in the last hour before bed. Um, so my thing is I like darkness. But when I visited my aunt in Florida... Uh, back in December, she let me have these lights, right? So when you plug, and that's super cool, you plug the lights in and it creates Aurora lights. If some of you are familiar with the Northern lights and Aurora lights, it creates a beautiful different colors and patterns of the Aurora lights and it's soothing. When I stayed down there and I slept there, like the lights were just so mesmerizing. Now, typically I like to go to bed in the dark, but once in a while I'll turn on those lights and just, just chill out. You know, just just absolutely chill out. But I'm more sleeping in the dark kind of person. My wife likes the lights because she absolutely loves Northern Lights. So when we when I brought that back, she was just like thrilled. 
at the idea. But uh, yeah, for some people, lights just don't do. I mean, for me, I just, it depends on the night. Depends on how tired I am. Uh, number 13, watch what time you sip. Want to lower your odds of needing nighttime trips to the bathroom? Don't drink anything in the last two hours before bed. If you have to get up at night, it can be hard to get back to sleep quickly. Tip, keep a nightlight in the bathroom to minimize bright light. Um, that's something I should invest in. Um, but yeah, I, I really try not to drink too much before I go to bed because I hate waking up in the middle of the night to use the bathroom. It's extremely annoying. And there are times where it is very difficult to go back to sleep, especially when it's hot. You know, you're already up and you're just like, fuck, man. You're twisting and you're turning. You already had your spot, your nice cozy spot to fall asleep in. And now you got to find that spot again when you get back in bed to try to go back to sleep. So if you can not drink as much beforehand. Now, again, some of you may have to. And for whatever reason, medical or whatnot. But if you can help, if you can help it, just try not to. It actually does help a little bit. That, I would say, actually helps. Uh, number 12, rethink your drink. It says alcohol can make you sleepy at bedtime, but be aware after its initial effects wear off, it'll make you wake up more often overnight. Tip, warm milk and chamomile tea are better choices. No, fuck no. Wine is. Wine is a better choice because I tell you right now, there's been nights me and my wife will come in, long ass day, long day. We'll have a glass of wine and I'm a lightweight. Like it doesn't take much for me to even knock the fuck out. Give me two glasses of some wine that's probably like 12, 13% proof. I'm out. I am checking out. But for some, I get it. But wine does it for me. And and again, uh, my wife does it too. Like she'll drink wine if she has a hard time falling asleep. She'll drink wine. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, if you <laughs> try, it, if you do drink alcohol to some extent, because I'm not a big alcohol drinker, I'm more, again, wine. Right? I don't really do hard liquors, but try it. A, a nice glass of wine, set the mood go to bed. It might help you. Again, not all these tips are going to help everyone, but I can tell you that one does. Definitely helps me out. Um, number 11, and I, I think this one is also important too, uh, eat right at night. Don't eat heavy foods and big meals too late. They overload your digestive system, uh, digestive system, which affects how well you sleep. Have a light evening snack of cereal with milk or crackers and cheese instead. Tip, finish eating at least an hour before bed. So yeah, uh, my wife does that too. Um, get a little quick snack, a little eat on. And then unfortunately, sometimes we have to eat dinner late. I try to mitigate that by, you know, and it doesn't, it's not a good solution, but to buy something to eat before I go home. For example, I'll get off like five, six o'clock in the evening. And, you know, my wife doesn't get off most times until nine o'clock. And I, you know, it's like, damn, she gets home late, but she's got to eat something. And, I, you know, it's kind of a struggle. You know I mean? I try not to eat late. I try to incorporate it cutoff times, whether it be nine o'clock, eight o'clock. I think seven is a little too early for me, but I'm doing the best so where I don't have to eat at a certain time. But again, my schedule is kind of difficult to do um, with my, with my schedule. Uh, number 10, uh, down to the last 10, work out wisely. Okay, it says regular exercise help you sleep better as long as you don't get it in too close to bedtime. A post-workout burst of energy can keep you awake. Aim to finish any vigorous exercise three to four hours before you head to bed. Tip, gentle mind-body exercises like yoga or tai chi are great to do just before you hit the sack. So, and I need to start doing this more. Um, I would normally go for my run after work 
um, about freaking six, seven o'clock in the evening. So that's roughly about two, three hours before I go to bed. I don't really, cause the, the goal is just, just to maintain something and just kind of chill out. Um, so yeah, two, three hours before going to bed, it actually does work. If you can go for a run, go for a walk, do some Pilates, do some calisthenics, things like that, but don't do it like right before you go to bed. Cause you might, you won't be able to sleep. You'd be so pumped up and wide awake. You might want to go off for another run. Um, number nine, look for hidden caffeine. Coffee in the morning is fine for most people, but as soon as the clock strikes noon, avoid coffee and foods and drinks. Even small amounts found in chocolate can affect your sleep later that night. Tip, read labels. Some pain relievers and weight loss pills contain caffeine. I mean, not as much as you drinking uh, Dr. Pepper or Pepsi or something like that, but I mean, it's the little things. The little things do add up as well. Um, number eight, set your body clock. Uh, go to sleep and wake up at roughly the same time every day, even on weekends. This routine will get your brain and body used to being on a healthy snooze wake schedule. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me, in time you'll be able to nod off quickly and rest soundly through the night. Tip: Get out in bed, get out in bright light for five to thirty minutes as soon as you get out of bed. Light tells your body to get going. My body clock or internal clock is already set. It's the same shit every day. I wake up like five o'clock in the morning, even on the weekends. It's 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 something I don't think that's gonna change. Because again, I oddly enough was born in the morning and I've been an early bird ever since. Um, so number eight for me doesn't really need to happen. It just already has happened. Um, number seven, some of you might like this one. Uh, save your bed for sleep and sex. Your bedroom should feel relaxing. Don't sit in bed and work, surf the internet, or watch TV. Tip. The best sleep temperature for most people is between 68 and 72. Now it's funny because <clears throat> me and my wife, we we came to a conclusion a few times that uh that we weren't gonna have a TV in the bedroom. Um, uh, because like I said, it's for sleep and sex. Um, but my wife sometimes she'll have her lazy days, she just wanna relax, she'll don't want to go to the living room, so she'll watch TV in the room, which we you know we have TV there now. But for some people, you know, bedtime is bedtime. Like you've watched all the TV you did, played all the video games. Um, in the living room. Now it's time to go to bed. But now you go to bed to another room in your room that has a TV and then boom, that, that's that. And like I said, I've been doing good in terms of minimizing my phone time while in bed. It's usually pretty quick. And then, um, I, you know, I put the phone away, like boom, done. Set my alarms. Have a good night. Uh, number six, seal your mattress. It says sneezes, sniffles, and itchiness from allergies can lead to lousy shut eye. Your mattress may hold the cause. Over time, it can fill with mold, dust mite droppings, and other allergy triggers. Seal your mattress, box springs, and pillows to avoid them. Tip, airtight plastic dust cover, uh, dustproof covers work best. Ah, I guess you can do that, you know. Hey, sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite. That shit's for real. All right, so uh, number, number five, put your neck in neutral. Blame your pillow if you wake up tired with a stiff neck. It should be just the right size, not too fat and not too flat. To support the natural curve of your neck when you're resting on your back. Oh, you're dropping rhymes now, huh? Uh, do your do your sleep on your side. Line your nose up with the center of your body. Don't snooze on your stomach. It twists your neck. Interesting. Uh, tip. It says use good posture before bed, too. Don't crane your neck to watch TV. Also, you know what helps, too, before you go to bed? I come to find this out. Stretching. Stretching definitely helps. I mean, deep, really good stretches. Um definitely helps you sleep better. 
and it helps improve your posture. I've tried it, and I'd be the one to tell you, give it a shot, give, do some stretches before you go to bed. It may make a big difference or it may not make a big difference. Uh, number four, try a leg pillow for back pain. Your lower back may not hurt enough to wake you up, but mild pain can disturb the deep, restful stages of sleep. Put a pillow between your legs to align your hips better and stress your lower back less. Tip, do you sleep on your back? Tuck a pillow under your knees to ease the pain. I had my wife do that a few times too. It actually works. Um, number three, block your clock. Do you glance at it several times a night? That can make your mind race with thoughts about the day to come, which can keep you awake. Tip, put your alarm clock in a drawer under your bed or turn it away from view. You know, when I did actually have an alarm clock, that really did, that is this actual truth to that. Um, as far as blocking your clock, um, I would sit there just man, especially when it came to school or test or whatever. I'm like, fuck, man, it's oh shit, it's twelve o'clock. Oh man, it's oh man, it's getting close. I gotta wake up. But see, I don't have this problem no more because I don't have an alarm clock, and I don't know too many people that do have alarm clocks. Okay, the only time I ever see an alarm clock is at a hotel. Hotels, at least some of the most recent ones I've been to, they they have alarm clocks. Now you have your phone. So what I do is with my phone, um. I just tuck it away, like somewhere, like on the side of my bed, under the bed, done. I don't really look at it once it's under there. And, oh, excuse me. Oh, tires. There you go. I need to get some sleep. You know, I tuck it under the bed and that's it. It's out of my face. Set it and forget it. I don't have to worry about it. But alarm clocks, yeah, you can turn that shit around. And and also, too, it emits light. So that keeps you awake, too. Um, number two, Nick's naps. Yeah, I told you, I don't do naps. And there's probably a reason why. And it's probably right here, number two. You'll rest better at night, but if you have to snooze while the sun's up, keep it to 20 minutes or less. Nap in the early part of the day. Tip, overcome an afternoon energy slump with a short walk, a glass of ice water, or a phone call with a friend. In some cases, you have no choice but to nap. You know, remember back when you were in kindergarten, you had nap time, and you were a kid, and you didn't want to take a nap and shit? Some kids did, some kids didn't. Well, I bet you wish you were still that kid or whatever that take naps and shit. Now you look at it you're like, man, now you're an adult. I need to take a nap. But back then you didn't want to take a fucking nap. Uh, see how that works, right? Circle of life type shit, I guess. I don't know. Number one, the number one uh, tip for better sleep, power down. It says here, the soft blue glow from a cell phone, tablet, or digital clock on your bedside table may hurt your sleep. Tip. Turn off TVs, computers, and other blue light sources an hour before you go to bed. Cover any displays you can't shut off, i.e. your alarm clock. So, you know, those tips right there, um, I I definitely will have to agree with some of them. And, and I've actually uh, tried some of these, uh, these tips. And nowadays, it's extremely hard. We have electronics all in our faces. Screen here, screen there, screen here, notification here, notification there. Here. It seemed like it can't stop. And it's definitely a problem with your psyche, your sleep, and whatnot. You just got to limit shit. Everything in life is moderation. There's nothing too dangerous for you. Well, I mean, there are things that are very dangerous for you, but there are some things you can mitigate the dangers by just doing things moderately. Um, and, of course, like, again, sleep is extremely important because I, I tell you what, last night I don't think I even got a, a good sleep, um, especially coming off of a four-day-ish weekend. Um I slept, I slept like dog shit. I mean, and I don't have my Fitbit to tell me how I'm sleeping because the shit just magically disappeared last week. I have no clue where that damn Fitbit is. But now I either may have to find one 
let me find it or buy one. Um, and then let me see here. Uh, yeah, and then there's other pages here that um, tells tells you the same tips. Um, and then real quick, um, there's, what are some simple ways to, you know, get some sleep? Lower the temperature. Get on a schedule. Experience both daylight and darkness. Practice yoga, meditation, mindfulness. Avoid looking at your clock. Avoid naps during the day. Watch what you eat. So, I mean, all these lists, they're going to tell you the same shit. And whether or not you can do it, or maybe you might even find a remedy they don't even know. And then you could put that shit on WebMD about, you know, oh, I discovered this. And, of course... There are other dirty ways of trying to get sleep. Of course, there's masturbation, right? I mean, well, we're all adults here. Sometimes it's hard to go to sleep. Sometimes you just got to do that. Or you, you know, make love with your partner. I mean, there you go. That can help too, shit. He or she might nudge you be like, hun, I can't sleep. <laughs> That's the bad signal right there. Oh, you're going to go to sleep, all right. <laughs> so, yeah, just do what you got to do to sleep. That shit's important. Trust me, especially as you get older. Um, so yeah, get some sleep tonight. Thanks for listening to this podcast episode of Daily Mind. I can't believe how fast that went. Um, tune in for the next episode, whatever that may be. You know, this show is never really on a schedule of sorts unless once in the blue I might announce an episode. Um, but yeah, get some sleep tonight. We're almost done with the week, almost getting into the weekend. All right. So, hey, thanks for listening. As always, mucho appreciate it. Tell your friends, pass the word on about the show. It may not be Joe Rogan, but I think it's better than Joe Rogan. But Joe Rogan has guests. Shout out to Joe Rogan. All right. So, hey, thanks for listening to Daily Mind Podcast. Have a great evening and power down. Get some sleep. Ciao.